0: Today was an awesome day. Like I said, two baptisms. That's awesome. We're supposed to have one more, Logan Swallows. I don't think he's here, but hey, I'd get up there and do it again if he's here. But uh, that's what it's all about, following Jesus. And man, as I said, I've been working a lot in Matthew. This is the other passage of Scripture the Lord talked to me about. It's in uh, Matthew chapter 20. So if you'll turn to it, it doesn't say it's a parable, so this could be a true story. But uh, it's a story right after the rich young ruler. You all know the rich young ruler. He came to Jesus and asked, how can I have eternal life? And Jesus says, hey, just keep my commands. He says, I've done that since I've been little small. And Jesus says, well, go and sell all you have and give it to the poor. Because Jesus knew his heart. And the guy went away sad. Because he had a lot. And he didn't want to give it up. Okay? Okay? I don't know if he ever repented or what, the Bible doesn't say, but that caused disciples to start thinking, okay? And here it goes, the disciples' reward. Then Peter said to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will be for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you that you who have uh, followed me in, in the generation when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you also shall sit upon 12 thrones, judging the tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left homes or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or children or uh, farms, for my sake, namesake, will receive many times as much as I will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last shall be first. Then Jesus tells a story. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for the vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into the vineyard. And he went uh, out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and he said to those who also go and work in my vineyard whatever is right I will pay you and so they went and again he went about the sixth hour and a ninth hour and he did the same about the eleventh hour and he went out and uh, found others standing around and he said to them why have you uh, been sitting here idle all day long? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, go into the vineyard too, okay? When the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them what the wage beginning with the last group to be first. When those who had been hired about the 11th hour came, each one received a denarius. When those hired first came, they thought they would receive uh, more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received their grumbling at the landowner saying, Hey, those last men have worked only one hour. And you have made us uh, them equal to us, having been here uh, burdened and in the scorching sun of all day. But they, but they answered him and said, to one of them, friend, I am doing no wrong. Did you also agree to work for me for denarius? Take what you have earned. I wish to give it to you, the last man. The same as you. Is that not lawful for me to do for what I wished with what I have owned? Or is your eye envious because I am a generous, so one of the last shall be first, and the first shall be last? Guys, the landowner is God, He's called us to work in His field. He's equipped us to do the work in his field. If we're called by him, he's called us and equipped us to do that work, okay? Here's the deal. He's talking about grace. It's a free gift, okay? Those ones he hired first think, hey, I've had this thing all together the whole time I've been working for you. It goes back to the prodigal son. You remember the son that's done all the things the father has done? And the other one went and spent all he had on wild living and everything else. Then he came back to the father and says, Hey, I've sinned against you. Uh, You know, I want to come back and be part of the family. Just a slave. But he wasn't a slave. He became part of the family. What he's talking about, the Gospels never say grace. Come out and say grace. But you see, it's a gift. The reason I say it's a gift, because in Romans 6.23 we go to Romans 6 23 for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life okay we can never achieve it on our own that's the thing that's kind of talking about today we can never receive uh, heaven on our own works okay that's the landowner he's got the money he's going to give it out okay and each one is doing good works for the father a lot of times we as humans we're human we look at other people and we compare ourselves to other people okay going wow i'm not as good as that person they got more reward than me okay we do that don't we say shake your head yes we do and that's the devil okay because god has made you a masterpiece. I don't know why you're different, but you are. But God made you special. And God's equipped you to do the work that He's called you to do, to point people to Jesus. And He's the one that rewards us in the end, okay? It's not based on how good or what kind of work I've done. You see, that each one received a denarius. The first guys agreed to it, but the last people didn't agree to it. He says, I'll pay you what's fair. And what's fair was a generous wage. A denarius, I looked it up, was a full wage for that day. You could buy a meal, the whole works. You could get that for a denarius. That was a free wage, okay? That's what everybody worked for. And I don't know, in a marketplace, I did a little reading, uh, usually the best people go first. So when the old landowner goes to the marketplace, he's looking for the ones that can do the job the best, Okay? And he's going to hire those people first. But then later on, after all those people are gone, these other guys are going, wow, it's my turn, okay? I'm going to go stand over in the marketplace so I get hired. So they would come over there second. And then on so down the road, okay? Not everybody has the same work standards as everybody else. Have you ever noticed that? Okay. Each one of us is different. But God's grace is sufficient for every one of us that is the deal it's not fair by world standards okay it, it, it's not but it's fair in God's standards and I thank God for that because there's not a one of us that could work our way into heaven we all have to rely on his grace that's the reason we sing grace it's a gift just like our his uh, saving us was a gift. It's a gift of God. It's a generous gift. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Let's look at that. I covered that a little bit today, this morning. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. This is Paul talking and you know Paul needed a lot of grace, okay? You know we all need a lot of grace. For by grace you have been saved through faith It's not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not a result of your works. Wow. You see that work that you're doing in the field? You're doing that to be obedient. But that's not earning your keep. Our wage is death, okay? If we really want to get paid, our wage is death. But our Savior has made a way that we receive by grace the greatest gift and that's the eternal kingdom and that's what this is all about it's about receiving the kingdom it's not about how i look to other people it's not about being good it's not about earning it it's about a grace gift okay and i receive that by faith okay a lot of times the pharisees the sadducees all these guys didn't get it they were talking right to Jesus, and they never got why this Messiah came. This Messiah came to save them all. Because not even the chief priests and all these people could earn their way into heaven. They always thought they could get it by their works and keeping their rules. And that's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Okay? And they tried their best to do it. But that's the reason they never could see Jesus eye to eye because they always wanted that works thing mixed in with that and it would be all on their works, their prestigious job, okay? And that's the reason he says for the common folks like us, the downer and outers, Rachel the harlot, it was even mentioned in the scriptures today, that's the reason we all can receive heaven as a gift. It's by His grace. Does that make sense to you? His grace is sufficient. His grace makes up everything. Until we start understanding a little bit of why He loves us so much, we will never understand God's grace. Okay? Because He does love us so much. He doesn't want to see us suffer. He wants to see you achieve what you need to achieve. And He's there for you to do it. But you have to rely on him to get the job done. And his grace is sufficient for anything. All right? Amen? All right. The last part of this thing, uh, 2 Corinthians. I was wanting to go there. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. There's another verse I found. He says, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Whoa. Power isn't perfected in your job. It's perfected in our weakness. When I sin, hey, I'm being perfected, okay? I'll admit I'm a weak vessel. But I rely on him to do the things that I need to do, okay, to work through me, okay? That's those things he's prepared for me in advance to do, okay? That's those things that rely on him to do the good works. That's that grace principle. Okay? So, as you look at this, you're saying, wow, this guy, did he answer Peter's question? Yeah, he did. Peter's question, then Peter said to him, behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will be our reward? For okay? Our reward's heaven, folks. How long is it going to last? Forever and ever. Man, we got to get that through our heads. We are down here on earth. We need to tell other people, hey, the best gift of all is this grace gift that he gives us freely when we follow him. Okay? It's not all my works, but it's about following him and making him large all the time. That's, that's it. I'm done. I kept you late this morning. But as you see, a lot of concentration went into this morning. And God's grace is working with me tonight. So it's not about how many words I say up here. It's about God's grace. Amen? Amen. You all can understand that, right? But it's really important that you guys dig into God's word. I can't explain to you enough how it's changed me As a pastor, as a youth pastor, as a husband, it's helped me to become the man I need to be, okay? I don't know why he's equipping me like this, but he is, okay? And I praise him for doing that, okay? But it's not something I can say, hey, look at me. No, it's saying, hey, look, God's grace is working in my life, okay? I'm pointing you to him. And to tell my story, like I said this morning, is to point always towards him. Okay? And that's what it's all about, folks. We just need to point other people to him. And you guys are doing a great job being baptized tonight, appointing him. It's the first act of obedience. And man, we as a church family need to encourage one another. And before I get out of here, Trey, I meant to do that this morning with you. Can you come up here for a minute? Yeah, he's shocked. He's going, oh, no, it's happening. You've got 30 minutes to fill, and he's going to let me do it. This young man, he's graduated out of the youth department and uh, he's went down and done some mission work in Nicaragua and different places. He's really, God's working on him and really uh, doing some mighty things to him. And I want to publicly say thank you for giving of your time and everything. But Judgment House, guys, I don't know if y'all know it, Judgment House takes a lot of people to pull off. This year we had four churches really helping us out and I praise God and I thank God for doing all that work. But this young man right here uh, has done a lot of good of getting people enlisted this year. He's kind of taken Ryan's spot and kind of spurred people on to take roles. And he's even headed up hell this year. So I was really happy. He always he always <laughs> bugs me. He goes, Brent, man, I don't know how you do it, but man, you really messed up hell this year because <laughs> you, you missed the point, okay? And so, man, just remember, if you criticize, there could be that opportunity where you get to, do the work, okay? But, uh, Trey, this is a token of our appreciation for you and the way you serve, and I want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, okay? Amen. So if you would, let's have a closing song. Don't tell Dwayne i let you out early, okay? He'll be jealous. Yes. Will you all bow with me? Dear my Father, man, I thank you for allowing us together as a church. I thank you for these two that were baptized tonight, Christine and uh, Aubrey. I just pray, dear my Father, that you continue to work in their lives, continue to work in our lives. Help us to know that we walk by grace all the time. Help us to stop comparing each other to other people, because we fall way short. Help us to rely on your free gift of grace. It is sufficient, even in the weaknesses that we have. Dear my Father, you didn't call everybody to be a Billy Graham. You called some of us just to reach out and to touch the people that we come and are in contact with. But dear my Father, what an avalanche that could have if we just do that one thing. I pray that you just be with our missionaries tonight all around the world. You be a Tom. And tell me, Father, you be with each one of us in this room this week as we go and we live out this thing that you call life. Help us to live it with grace. Help us to know that we have a Father that's generous with grace that helps us get the things done that we need to get done and live the way we need to live. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.